driving Trees flew by Me and Dad was singing A little runaway I was flying Yeah, I'm running down a dream Never would come to me Working on a mystery All right. If you can hear that Enya music in the background, it means I'm on the road. Not doing a review this time, although I have a Venom 2 review. Uh, maybe I'll do that on the way back. I am on vacation up north, heading towards the mystery spot. Yeah, so I'm going to check this out. The mystery spot is one of those spots in the nation where supposedly uh, the gravity is turned upside down. Now, a friend of mine told me this is just a matter of uh, uh, the spot being on a, a weird angle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my conclusion at the end of this thing here. Uh, so, it's about an hour from where I'm at, at the, at the cabin. And it's in a place called St. Ignace, the mystery spot, which is just over the Mackinac Bridge in Michigan. And... I haven't been over this bridge since I was probably a kid. Definitely since I was a kid, because I went to Mackinac City when I was a kid during that the 80s, mid to late 80s. And I needed something new. I needed an adventure. That's what this is going to be. A chance to get out of my comfort zone and to tie this into the paranormal a little bit, like through uh, Daniel and I have talked about going to this mystery spot unfortunately our schedules did not align to do this uh, together but we will in the future I'm sure and I'm looking forward to this I'm looking for I've seen you know the other mystery spot I think in Montana you know it has you can put a marble on the floor, marble, marble on the floor, and it'll go upwards. Or you'll be taller at one side uh, than the other. Uh, of, of like um, just a small little trail. If you stand on one side, you'll be taller than the other person, and vice versa. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of zany stuff. I'm curious about. I wonder if it has the same stuff as the Montana one does. Or if it has something different. So we'll see. I, I, I've seen it that it has a mini golf. <laughs> well, so I'm going to do the mini, haul, mini golf as well because I love... Can't sh- pass up a chance to do the mini golf. I think it's only two bucks or something like that. I think the tour itself is about nine... 
$9. And uh, it's a pretty decent day. It's partly cloudy. Yesterday was probably a nicer day. That's okay. I had to turn some things around. Do some. I saw Venom 2 last night. And yeah, I, I can't stress enough the value of getting away from it all and doing a small adventure for yourself in, the, in nature and getting outside of your comfort zone. Again, it's easy for me to, as an artist, to stay in all the time and, and draw and write and do all those things and play games and all that make the YouTube videos and podcasts but sometimes I gotta go out there and remind myself to live life and do new do new things meet new people go new places and constantly challenge myself and I was just thinking that you know working out constantly is a great way to challenge yourself and, and build a foundation of stressing your body out and being comfortable being comfortable be comfortable being uncomfortable whether that's pushing yourself at the gym or going someplace new meeting new people etc but that's a good foundation to make so I'm on the road I probably got about 25 minutes still and looking forward to this this should be a lot of fun I needed to do something new I've been going up north for the last couple year, last few year, few years now, and nothing's really different, or nothing different really has changed much. So I wanted to to branch out and find new places that could be paranormal or just different places that I might like in some capacity or appreciate. So I'll give you my review of the mystery spot afterwards. I might do a brief interlude lunch. And yeah, so thanks for listening so far. I'll get back with you with the rest of this. Yeah, I'm running down a dream. Never would come to me. Working on a mystery. Going wherever it leads. Running down a dream. All right, well... I'm back at the cabin here, and that turned into quite more of an adventure than I wanted to be. <laughs> it, uh, not the, quite the adventure I wanted. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll explain what happened, I, uh, and then I'll tell you my review of the mystery spot towards the end. Uh, I went through the whole thing, and... On the way back to the cabin, it's, you know, it's about an hour drive. About an hour drive to, uh, back to, you know, back to, uh, the cabin and from St. Ignace and <laughs> about more than a halfway, uh, driving home, I discovered I did not have this phone, which I'm recording into right now, which is a, a heavy, uh, I think it's 250 gigs, um, iPhone. Uh, it's not actually fun. I'm using it as an iTouch to record videos on and do podcasts with, etc. And 
Well, turned out I had my other phone, uh, my track phone, to make calls with. And I have I left my phone somewhere in the mystery spot. And it came to my mind that I must have, when I, after shooting some video and taking some pictures of the zip lines, that I must have put the the phone down somewhere. Or I figured when I was looking at the, the time on my other phone that it came out of my pocket then. So I called the mystery spot people and they said uh, they'd have their people look. They didn't find anything. I said I must have must have lost it on the trail. There are two trails in the back of the mystery spot place that went towards the zip line. And they s- said they didn't see it. So I'm like, what the heck? And I, I'm think, figuring it's got to be in this car somewhere. So I pulled over. You know, I, I checked the uh, car and the cracks and, and, any, and everything, which I've had the phone fall into the cracks before. Nothing. Even with the glow-in-the-dark stickers, I searched. And I figured, well, I don't have the money to pay the toll to go back today. So I had to put it off for the next day. And... I had to cool the fire that was burning in me of... How could I have forgotten my phone? How could I have dropped my phone? You know, it's about a $230 phone, which isn't much, you know, I, but I got a good deal on it at Walmart, all Walmart online. And for as many gigs as this sucker has to record video and audio and whatnot, um, I was ticked. I was really pissed. How could I have been so stupid? You know, why did I bring that phone? You know? Why did I do it? And I got home and I I just couldn't concentrate on mostly anything. But what I did was, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to have something to eat. I'm going to have a drink have a fireball shot, clear my mind. That's what I did. Try to keep myself from losing it. You know, it's amazing how attached we get to these phones. That's why I'm not going to be taking this phone with me anywhere unless it's for some kind of a movie shoot or something of that nature. I'm going to be taking my track phone with me because... I only it's only a $37 phone. So, yeah. So that happened and I figured, well, I'll have to go back. So, today I, you know, the day after I went back fairly, you know, late morning. I got up at like 9 and I got out of the house around 10, 10:30. Drove all the way back an hour and 10 minutes or so, go over the Mackinac Bridge, pay the toll again, $4 toll. (laughs) And went to the mystery spot again. 
And it, I made pretty good time, though. I made good time. And uh, pulled into the parking lot there. And I figured, I told myself, I'm going to make it a fun trip. Listen to a podcast. Listen to David Goggins, You Can't Hurt Me on audio. Audio uh, audibles. And... I went in there. I go, okay. Anyone turn in the phone? And the lady said no. And I go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna search again. So I went back there, and I went up the trails. The, tra- the trails of like this was totally my own fault. And I went up, and I saw. I was this thing. It's a black phone, so it's gonna stand out against the stonework. The trails are really all pebbles and stone and dirt. And not much for it to fall into. Maybe the sides a little bit under some leaves, but it still would have stood out. Um, I tried tethering my track phone to it. wasn't working because just, you know, it doesn't work like that. But I tried it. And I searched the tracks and the trails, the two trails, nothing. And I'm trying to retrace my steps. I remember shooting video, and then I go and I walked. I walked up down the grass just for the heck of it, uh, connecting the two trails between the two towers, and there it was, on its glass face. It was so. It was in, it's in its case, and it's like a, a metallic black and silver case. So it was case up. So if it rained, I would. I still probably would have been okay. And I was just, uh, just a sigh of relief washed. I just, it just washed over me. Like, oh, thank God, thank God. Because if it, if I didn't find the phone and somebody had stolen it, I, the whole thing, whole trip would have been a waste, pretty much. And but there it was. And I thank God immediately. I thank God that the the fairies didn't take it. Whatever was coming out of the possible mystery portal over there didn't take it. Because I'd figure, you know, what would a supernatural creature need with a cell phone, honestly? Um, and uh, besides, you know, looking at a few pictures of some attractive women. Uh, <laughs> 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 and uh, listening, maybe he'd like some of the few episodes of uh, of the Ham Palace here and there. Um, but most of them aren't on the phone anymore. So, yeah, I was so happy <laughs> at this point. You know, I wrote my I wrote in my journal. Hey, today's going to be incredible. Still going to be a good, great day, no matter what happens. Going to make the most of it. Found the phone. I walked back, and glad that no supernatural creature had taken the phone or any non-supernatural creature. And it was in one piece. The power was still on, still at about fifty-ish percent. And I got in there, and I told the lady, "I go. I found it. I must have dropped it after I recorded video, thinking I put it in my pocket, but just." I was in so much awe of looking at the tower that I, I didn't 
hear the phone drop onto the grass. If it was, if it dropped when I was looking at my other phone onto the rocks, I would have heard it. Probably, probably an eighty percent chance I would have heard it. But since it fell on the grass, it fell silent. So let that be a lesson to me and to you. If you bring an expensive item camera, you make sure you check everything before you leave. Everything, make sure you have that expensive camera and or phone in your pocket. Check everything because if you have to go somewhere, it's an hour away again and pay toll again. You're going to pay the price. And I did. But you know what I did after that? I made it work for me. I told the lady, I go, what else is there around here that I should check out? And she told me about the, uh, uh, what is it, the, the deer. It's a deer store. I know that's not the right word for it. It's deer something. And it's got a picture of it, or it's got a sculpture of a big, huge deer out front. And really, it's just, it's a, it's a so-so souvenir shop. I mean, it's okay. It's just, it's a souvenir shop. There wasn't much to it. There wasn't actually anything. I was thinking it actually had some stuff for hunting, hunting gear, like a tractor supply kind of place. But it's basically a souvenir shop. So I got a souvenir from Momsy. So there we go. And a little ornament. It has the uh, state of Michigan on it and uh some other historical things on it and uh yeah there were some cool books called mythic michigan which i'm looking at uh, buying in the future so and the lady inside there she was upset about her car she had some kind of weird problem with a toyota truck making uh weird gravelly type noises and I had a little conversation with her so it was already kind of having an interesting. Uh, I was having an interesting interaction with the lady working there, and so I'm like, "What else can I do here to make it work for me?" So I noticed the day before. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll get to the mystery spot. Trust me. Uh, there's this plate. There's this kind of like a castle. It was a tower, lighthouse tower, and it's a, also a gift shop. But you can climb the tower for a dollar. And Curio, Curio Fair. Curio Fair. That's the name of it. And it looks it looked kind of like a castle but slash Victorian kind of outer outside shell of it and uh pillars and stuff like that. And, you can go in and check it's a huge souvenir shop gigantic um uh you know statues of uh native american indians to uh sweaters and t-shirts of curio fair and uh saint ignis stuff postcards um plastic bow and arrow stuff they used to have when i was a kid uh rubber band guns that kind of stuff so you can go up the tower and, well, you can check it out, the view of the Mackinac Bridge. And so I went up the tower for a dollar, and people had put their, wrote all over the walls, their names, whoever was here. Someone signed Boner was here. 
And I got up. And they just let you go up all these stairs, these flights of stairs. And you get up to the top. And it's all kind of gray. And there's some windows. And there's a door. And I got to know my... Well, my fear of heights kind of... uh, said hello again. (laughs) It's been a long time. Now, I don't have a really big, big fear of heights. I'd say I've I've had, I have a, a medium, a medium fear of heights, a healthy fear of heights that one probably should, a respect for heights. And I got out there because if I had a big, huge phobia of heights, I wouldn't have even gone up the dang tower. But I went up, I went out of the door and I went in the railing. There's like kind of a, um, it seemed to be kind of like a cemented walkway. I don't know if it was. I walk around and there's a view of the water, the wide expanse of, of uh, Lake Huron and uh, the, the Mackinac Bridge, huge, uh, sprawling. And I'm on this pathway, and I'm like, well, I'm clinging onto the wall and the railing, the wall with my left hand, leaning into it, and the railing with my right hand. And uh, it's been a while since I've I've been that high up, and which it was funny how much it really kind of how much of that fear I felt, and uh, but. I'm like, I'm going to get some shots. I'm going to get, you know, some shots. And I I felt safer behind the camera (laughs) for some reason, taking the pictures. And uh, and I I, I went back in and I'm thinking, dang it, I should have gotten a selfie up here. But I was still so jittery from being out there, which is crazy. I never thought I'd be that quite that that scared you know, like that, that I, I, I didn't. I'm like, I, I don't want to go all out there and just hold my phone up and take a picture of myself and be all jittery. and uh, You know, I don't want to drop anything. I've already been through enough losing the phone. and But I should have, sure, I should have. But I still pushed myself past my comfort zone. And I, I went out there and I got some shots anyway. Not a selfie, but I took a selfie inside, but... Hey, I, I, my quota of going outside my comfort zone had been met. So I go back down the tower and everything. And I'm like, well, that was fun. That was something to do. And well, let me tell you about the mystery spot. So the mystery spot, you know, you wait outside and, uh, you know, they take you in there. And the first thing they show you is these two uh two blocks, right? I'm trying to remember what these blocks would be. And maybe it's some kind of optical illusion, which one's bigger than the other. And I'm already looking at it. And they have a stand in a circle, and they're like, okay, who is, who? which two people are about the same size? And so these two uh, older kids, uh, they they're volunteering for most of the stuff. And the only thing is that she's like, okay, well, you see these two bricks, they're level. And so she gets a level out and these are level and everything. And she measures it and she has them stand up on the, on the bricks. Uh, so they're high, you know, uh, you know, head to head 
across from each other. The only thing is that the kid with the black hoodie was about easily three to four inches taller than the other one. So this wasn't going to quite work. But she has him go, he, she has him switch spots. And you could tell it was kind of a weird angle. I was not at a good angle for this, but you could tell there was a little bit of shrinkage with the other kid. He was, maybe he got, he was a little bit less tall by about an inch or two. It was kind of hard to tell. If you don't get a good angle, like a side shot of it, it's it's kind of hard to tell, but I could tell a little bit. So I'm like, okay, well, not quite as impressive as I wanted that to be. So, But still something. It's kind of neat. So we went to the next one. The next one was uh, you get in there and this, well, it's kind of a leaning, it's like a leaning wall or a leaning, not, well, yeah, it's kind of like a leaning floor. So it's 45 degrees and you go inside there. So it's kind of like this little cabin, wood cabin at 45 degree angle. And the other part of it is at a 45-degree angle. And pretty much you get in there and you – and there is a – there's a chair. I think there was a third thing was a chair. So you sit down in this chair and you try to get up from the chair. And – I'll be darned, you can, it's really hard to get up. I mean, you could probably do it, but you have to really rock your momentum, your center of gravity forward. But with, and you, you can't have your feet against the, the front of the, the chair and you can't push off with your hands on the, the uh, armrests. So you have to sit, you can put your arms across your chest but you have to kind of rock yourself up off this chair. But the kind of the the angle that the floor is at, um, it's just it's so hard to do to do it. Now keep in mind before you think, well, maybe the other part of the cabin is at a forty five degree angle, and it it is, but it isn't like it's not supported. I'm trying to remember how that was now. Yeah, I don't think it... Yeah, it wasn't... It was kind of at a 45, but it wasn't... You know, the ground wasn't holding it up from the other side. So, let me see here. Let me take a look at the pictures here. I can explain this right. Let me go. I didn't take many pictures because I didn't want to anger her taking pictures. But I'm looking at the pictures right now. Yeah, the, the cabin is at a slant against a 45-degree angle hill. Um, let 
but the wall, see on the other side of the wall, is kind of more of, an, of a flat 90 degree wall. Right, and then I'm looking at the the back of it. It's being held up by some uh, angled, uh, long three by sixes, and so yeah. So the the wall is kind of at a ninety degree on the left, and on the right is a forty five degree angle. So you're sitting in a chair against the ninety degree almost 90 degree wall and you're trying to get up off of it right now keep in mind there's no dirt that or anything that's keeping that wall up you know it's just the walls built at that kind of a 90 degree angle and the other ones the other ones that she had us do is stand this was pretty neat stand on a a green kind of um stand and stand stand there and when you stand you're you're leaning uh forward uh standing but you're not so you're leaning more towards the 45 degree angle so you're at this weird uh definitely at a weird angle and you're not falling forward as everyone's looking at you and you look at them they're kind of at a at kind of an angle looking at you. And she said, well, stand like Superman and you can stand like Superman and do Superman pose. The kids were kind of screwing up. They weren't doing it right. So I, I put one arm out, you know. I, I, actually, Superman, you can do both arms, but you have to have a fist and both fists are going forward or one fist going forward like in the movie. Um, so... Yeah, that was pretty wild. I got up, I did, uh, I got on one one leg and like I was going to do a crane kick. And yeah, it, it was pretty eerie. The next one is that she had, uh, this one I thought, thought was the weirdest, was this plank that you walk. Now this plank is going straight across the, the cabin room there. So it's, pretty much straight going across the from the 90 degree wall to the 45 degree opposite wall and she put a soccer ball well first of all she put the level there it's like this is um level i think it it, it measured as level but she's, first of all, she said, before she put the soccer ball there, she goes, walk up on, who wants to walk up on this plank? So one kid did, and then I, I did, and she tells me, or a, a woman, she went up there and she did, and she, she would ask him which way, which way gives you more resistance? And some people, like a couple people said, well, going up towards a 90 degree wall, I felt more resistance. And then one of the ladies said, she, she said, well, I felt more resistance going towards a 45-degree wall, the opposite wall. And I'm like, how weird. So I'm like, I want to try. So I get up there and going up towards a 90-degree wall, that was easy enough. And then turning around, going against the 45-degree wall, I felt a little bit more resistance. Like it was subtle, not much. But there was a subtle kind of feeling of slightly harder go, to go the other way, which was weird. 
you would think going the other way towards the 45 degree would be more of a res- uh, or less of a resistance. So strange. So she said some people feel um, half and half, like either way it's okay. They don't, they're not affected. Some other people feel more resistance going the other way. And some feel it going towards a 45 degree angle. So it, it was very subtle. There's subtle feelings, subtle, uh, uh, um, subtle resistance. So, so I got off and then she put the soccer ball on there. And the soccer ball would not roll at all. One way, even just a little bit, one way or the other. This was what was freaky. Because think about it. Put a soccer ball on your table. It's going to roll a, li- a little bit, one way or another. Just from the fact of the, the ground. You know, everything kind of not being perfectly straight in the house. You know, because you're on land. You try to get it right, but there's going gonna, gonna to be a little bit of an angle. It didn't roll at all. It was eerie. And she put it on another part of the plank. In another part, it didn't. It stood perfectly still on the wood plank that we walked up and down, where we felt resistance going one way or another. Strange, strange. That was that was pretty cool. And then I think it was. I think there was one more. Again, there was an outside part of the cabin where it was like. Um, Brick on the ground, slant, you know, slanted and everything. And she had, yeah, somebody stand on their tippy toes, um, leaning, you know, against the 90 degree wall, leaning, they were leaning forward on their tippy toes, which you think would be, well, that's kind of ouch, but they were kind of leaned forward, right? They were kind of leaned forward, so it looks looks like they were they would fall down, but they they weren't falling down. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do, I don't know if I'm gonna do the same podcast on my YouTube channel, but I'm gonna include some pictures uh, of the mystery spot there, and so you can see that it's more than just like well maybe it's slanted optical illusion it's like yeah it does some of it does seem kind of like an optical illusion on purpose but at the same time still i'm thinking well if this is supposed to work like it's supposed if they're trying to trick you then the 90 degree wall would have some cushion like they they put it would be up on a, a dirt uh incline but i i looked at the wall and it, it's not it's an Pretty much close to a ninety degree angle, uh, maybe a slightly less than that, maybe maybe seventy five degree angle, and yeah, it's just it's strange. It is strange now that I think about it. Um, so the guy was you know, somewhat, I'd say, uh, maybe guy probably weighed um, two hundred thirty pounds probably six foot tall, this bearded bearded gentleman went on there and he stood on his toes on a piece of like plank uh, wood against that wall and he was kind of leaning forward and he said it, it was, it doesn't, didn't really hurt. And uh, yeah, so that was about it. Again, I think the one, the, the mystery spot in, in, 
in Montana is probably better, but longer. There's more stuff to do there. Um, we got off, got back onto the trail, and that was pretty much it. It was only maybe 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, I'd say about 20 minute, a 20 minute show. And they have like mini golf across the street from it in a maze that you can go in for another couple bucks. But the mini golf, it's like, ah, the mini golf didn't seem that impressive. It just seemed like very basic. There's a better mini golf place by this cabin called by Call of the Wild, uh, the, the museum there, which is another one I could do a podcast on. <laughs> it takes me back to my childhood days coming up here. Um, yeah, so I figured, well, I could just do that one instead because it's, it's a better, you know, there's like a waterfall and there's just it's, it's a better mini golf place. So I didn't do that. So I'm like, okay, well, uh, went to the gift shop and bought a playing, you know, souvenir, cheap souvenir for five bucks and playing cards. Did one of those penny crusher, crushing things where it's a souvenir. You put 50 cents in there and then with a penny and then you spin the, the wheel and you, it gives you, it crushes it. The penny and it gives it like a the imprint of whatever place you're at. In this case, it was a mystery spot, so I had that, I got that done. So well, the thing about the playing cards is that I, when I was a kid, I always like you know getting playing cards as souvenirs. I was really into collecting cards, all sorts of cards. So it was kind of a tie into to my childhood of you know going up to Mackinac Island and and uh, I think I got some cards. Mackinac Island cards, but I got some cards based on the Sioux locks and uh, just kind of neat. So I'm like, yeah, might as well keep that theme going a little bit. And uh, yeah, so that I had a good time. It was short. Um, There's some other stuff I could have done, but I passed it up. I decided, well, I wanted to make it just about that. And, you know, it's a, it's, it's a big bridge. It's a big bridge. And I wasn't used to going over big bridges like that, <laughs> so I'm like, figured, well, let me get back on the road, and you, because know, I got out kind of late, uh, you know, I ended up leaving around three thirty, which is later than I wanted to go by the time I got out of the place, and so by the time I wanted to get in before dark, so get back in before dark, so I got back on the road, and it was about, um. Yeah, about 5.30-ish, maybe around there. And I got back onto the bridge and got back on the road and got back home. And, well, that's when I found out I was missing my phone more than halfway home. And I uh, was not happy about it, but I had to cr- control my anger, control it, and search for the phone several more times in the garage. And I did not find it, and I was... Pretty pissed the rest of the night. But I, again, worked out. I was still able to get a workout in, eat something. I felt better. And yeah, and I, I went back uh, today and I, I was able to leave around, you know, 11 ish, uh, 10 30, 11, and uh, make some, made some good time on the road. Great weather, sunny, partly cloudy. Uh, sun came out a lot more today, and I, I made 
I guess the moral of the story, besides don't bring expensive items to places that are far away, is make make the most of your trips, of your mistakes. So if you go someplace and it's like, well, I had to go all the way back, I had to pay the stupid toll again, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the most of the day. So I, I went and did some other things around town. Like that tower, that curio place tower and I got something to eat and uh although I didn't go to a fancy I didn't want to you know pay a bunch of money at a, a nice restaurant they had a Mackinac Grill restaurant by the water which was really cool I should have eaten there but I'm like ah maybe next time this was like an investigative kind of scouting trip to see what the possibilities are for coming back and it's right by what was cool is like this whole strip was by the water and there was a lighthouse. I stopped into into the I stopped into the library. I read up, a, you know, a little bit about uh, Michigan uh, and different state parks and about a little bit about Saint Ignace. There's a weird Michigan book of like haunted spots and paranormal spots and just weird stuff, places to visit in Michigan, and you know the UP and stuff in the UP. And, so this, this the street was kind of going down a hill and turning, which I hate those kind of thi- kind of kinds of things where it turns, and you go down the street, so you can't see what's around that turn, and cars can kind of shoot out real fast because there's like uh, trees and stuff blocking, the, you know, your your line of sight if you make a left, so you have to be on your toes and be quick about that. So I, I ended up going down there after it. The library librarian told me, "Hey, you know, check out the. You can go right, park right there, and free parking, and just walk down the boardwalk. And there's a lighthouse, and which was it, it's cool. It was uh, Chief. Uh, oh, what was it now? Wawa Tom, Chief the Chief Wawa Tom Park, Wawa Tam." Or Tom, well, with Tam, W A W A T A M, uh, Chief Wawa Tom Park. And right by the water, you could see Mackinac Island. Uh, uh, you know, f- a few miles away at least. And really good uh, view. I took some, some photos of that. And you could see the ferries going back in a. Uh, back and forth from the island and uh, if we know anything about Mackinac Island it's like a it's one of it's like a historical uh island where everything looks like the old Victorian times and they have horses and buggies and all that and um, it's all about the history and and the beautiful look of that kind of way of life back then and I I haven't been there since I was a kid so and again, you could take the ferry on over if you want to do that. But I'm like, well, again, it's you got to have a fistful of cash. You got to have a couple fistfuls to at least enjoy the food there, because it, it it's very much a couples kind of thing. It's very romantic. They shot the movie somewhere in time there with Christopher Reeve and uh, Jane Seymour, and uh, it it is. It's a nice place to go visit, but it's but as a single person, it's kind of rough. It, you know, unless you're going to go with some friends or something like that. 
but it it was nice it was a nice day you know and to check out all that and, and the water looked beautiful and it was just, most of the shops in the downtown area were closed like the ice cream shops and hobby shop just closed which is kind of a bummer but I still went to go check it out and I made I made the most of it so that I could there so I made it work for me. That's the moral of the story and turned the turn the loss into a win. Yeah, I spent more gas than I wanted to to spend and I had to pay for tolls on the way there and the way back twice, which sucked. But I still made it kind of a fun little getaway and it was I, I left my comfort zone behind a little bit, so it was good. It was good for me. Um again, not quite the adventure I wanted. It was a little bit pricier than it should have been, but it was still kind of an adventure. And that was that was cool. So and I learned from it. I learned not to take the expensive phone to the place that's farther away. If it was a little bit more local, maybe okay. But even now I'm like, I'm never doing that again where I'm taking an expensive thing that could get lost just by being a klutz and not being mindful with how I put things away in my pockets. So there you go. That's my, uh, that was my on the road special of uh, the mystery spot in St. Ignace review. I hope you enjoyed that. That was very real. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll meet you back here and I'll do a review of Venom 2. And uh, till then I'll, uh, well, hey, go on an adventure, but uh, don't bring an expensive phone with you. <laughs> Leave your comfort zone. It had been a while since for me. I've been in my hobbit hole for a long while, so it was good to good for me to to do that. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. I rolled on as the sky grew dark. I put the pedal down. I'm tired Something good Waiting down this road I'm picking up Whatever's mine I'm running down a dream Never would come to me Working on a mystery Gone wherever it leads Running down a dream